Hi, hello, namaste to all my listeners. I'm your host Sarthak Varshne, and I welcome you all to the Balls of Steel Show, where you get an insight into the business mindset of the entrepreneurs. Dhandoni Soch. Our today's guest is Mr. Ankur Joshi. Hi, Ankur. Hey, Sarthak. Nice to be here. How are you? Thank you Good so year. much, Ankur, for coming. coming in thanks a lot so how's the unlock coming around for you it's going on like obviously i'm bangalore slightly less affected than bombay and delhi but uh, like mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks it has also impacted like uh, I, i think daily 800 900 cases are coming and okay. people are getting more scared now and there are talks <laughs> about lockdown 2.0 or lockdown 5.0 whichever lockdown it is uh, <laughs> but like from a personal perspective i think zyada kuch difference hai nahi uh, we have been right. uh, working from home since mid march and okay. as a company we have adjusted very nicely to working from home uh, like right. definitely a few teething uh, you know issues were there but they are now sorted and we will right. definitely continue to work from home for the next few months uh, for sure okay but yeah That's like otherwise good. otherwise theek hi hai like company is going on <laughs> and uh, धंधे में तो यार सबकी लगी लाइक वी आर नो डिफरेंस एवरीवन इज ट्राइंग टू फिगर आउट हाउ टू सरवाइव वी आर आल्सो ट्राइंग टू फिगर दैट आउट राइट 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 कंप्लीटली अंडरस्टैंडेबल ओके सो अंकुर व्हाट इज द बिजनेस दैट यू आर डूइंग बिकॉज़ ऑफ व्हिच वी आर गोना से दैट यू हैव गॉट द बॉल्स ऑफ स्टील आई डोंट नो अबाउट द सेकंड पार्ट बट आई विल एक्सप्लेन व्हाट द बिजनेस वी आर बिल्डिंग so right, yeah, right. actually uh, like uh, so this is uh, essentially a fourth business which i would be building or helping to build and okay. uh, uh, the previous three were where we had raised some money and uh, we we had built decent scale etc etc some were profitable some did not succeed uh, there were a lot of mm-hmm. learnings from those businesses uh, which mm-hmm. essentially started uh, the journey for nuclear uh mm-hmm. learnings mistakes failures which i personally made which we as co-founders made in previous companies and we wanted to learn from those mistakes and we always talk about kya galtiyon se seekho galtiyon se seekho but kabhi seekhne ko milta nahi hai aur rather like actually milta hai but a lot of times you don't get enough time to sit down and think and then implement those you know learnings so when the previous company got acquired you know we had enough time Uh, we sat down and thought about kya next karna kya obviously we didn't want to join uh, like the company which acquired us uh, we wanted mm-hmm. to start again and we started mm-hmm. that you know it's time this time we will do something which will not be just you know concentrated on india let's build something mm-hmm. bigger let's build a global product so right. our our vision or mission kind of became that you know we want to build a product company but out of india like we always talk about that you know product companies western product companies kafi achhi hoti hain the quality of those mm-hmm. are very good etc india mein hamesha you talk about jugad and you're not right from a quality perspective so we wanted to you know take that notion away and wanted to build a company mm-hmm. with product company from india so wahan right. thought process chalu hua uh, okay. eventually we thought that you know we want to build also build a sustainable business so we did not right. want to raise any money upfront we wanted our mm-hmm. customers to fuel our growth as well as our sustenance so right that was where the second thing was and therefore we went you know after various uh, industries uh, banking ho gaya mm-hmm. insurance ho gaya telcos ho gaya 
assuming that you know if we go to me uh, go and meet a lot of people ask them what their mm-hmm. problems are and how can we solve using technology so we met right. a few tech, uh, telco people executives in two, this was this is i'm talking about first half of 2018 okay uh, but a few telco executives uh, tried to understand what their problems were but then soon realized that at that point of time telcos were also going through a rough patch and they wouldn't mm-hmm. have money to pay us upfront so we dropped mm-hmm. telco as industry in 2018 now again it is back in play uh we approached okay. a lot of insurance companies as well uh tried to figure out kya kar sakte hain but then realized that you know uh, insurance also when compared to banking was couple of years behind uh from a digital transformation perspective so then we just right. focused on banking banks had money they could pay us upfront and there were a lot of issues which we could solve using technology so hmm. we started meeting a lot of banks we i think met around 100 odd banks uh like hmm. around 250 300 people across india middle east southeast asia in a span of i think 5 or 6 months and literally okay. built the idea of the product from one meeting to the next and eventually the product okay. which came out was a platform which will enable mm-hmm. the bank to integrate with any third party api uh and okay. at the same time also create the front end customer experience and package it and you know deliver it to the bank in their mobile app mm-hmm. or on their internet banking portal so that the bank right. need not do much uh, effort put in much effort from their side they will get a finished product mm-hmm. and right. their customers can start using these third party products or services from the bank's portal mm. so that's okay. what we have built at nuclei uh, we are working okay. with 17 odd banks right now and yeah okay. trying to grow global uh, obviously <laughs> given the travel restrictions it is slightly difficult but we are trying to figure out a way i hope i you know explained it in some manner yes you did i would say you tried well and that you did but when we're talking about hair and balls of steel so we go in much more in details so what i would say now is that ankur why don't you start from the very beginning of your journey and tell us everything in detail till the current point at which you're standing right now uh yeah okay so briefly yeah huh? so i was born and brought up in indore in a fairly okay. lower middle class family uh like mm-hmm. I, my uncles and my dad used to work on our agricultural land near ujjain and mm-hmm. that's where they come from and you know they struggled they definitely struggled a lot in their lives uh mm-hmm. but ended up in my like giving a decent education to my generation like me my brothers and sisters uh i am a student okay. but we live in a joint family with seven brothers and sisters Okay. Uh, but like they made sure that even though we were in a lower middle class family our education was taken care of and that was the mm-hmm. biggest thing which our parents and uh, you know my dad's generation and my mom's generation did it for us so i was there in indore till uh, my 12th uh, then i graduated from there uh, i went to iit bombay uh, was there for 4 years that's uh, when mm-hmm. the first benchmark shift happened that that's when i you know kind of broke my first glass ceiling uh because right. living in indore you know you're not exposed to a lot in the world you are right. uh, you know only there is only so much horizon that is in front of you going to right. bombay you get exposed to people who could actually speak fluent english uh my mm-hmm. english was extremely poor even though i studied you know my parents spent so much money and effort and made me study in english medium school my english was very right. poor uh so that's when i realized when i you know went to bombay that if i have to compete with my peers who are coming from say bombay or delhi 
or were speaking about Ivy League colleges. I did not even know mm. what an IIM was. Forget about Harvard okay. or Stanford. So right. like, if I have to compete with them, I have to have some differentiation. So like for me, that differentiation was, you know, working harder. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you know, became a habit that if I have to grow in life, if I have to compete or remain relevant, I have to work hard. I have to work maybe harder than everyone else because mm-hmm. I, no, I don't, you know, I don't had, I did not have the privilege of say growing up in a Bombay or a Delhi or a, you know, a family which was very well educated. So right. like I did not have a habit of reading books till probably I was 24. Uh, till then, like, I did not like, like obviously, I studied uh, whatever curriculum was there, but uh, did mm-hmm. not go after, you know, was not a, was a very big, avid reader. So mm-hmm. those kind of habits, obviously, you know, if you read from a young age, they compound over a couple of decades and help you, but they were not. Right. So th- those right. kind of privileges are not there. So I had to work harder, etc. That kind of inculcated became a habit. Uh, then after I joined, mm-hmm. uh, like got lucky, uh, uh, got a job in Deutsche Bank uh, just after uh, IIT. I was a six pointer in IIT. Obviously, uh, did not study okay. much. Played football and played you know computer games, CS, etc. Did not study much. Uh, for some reason, you know Deutsche liked me. I think they had some entrance exam which I did well in. Uh, at the same time, I also gave CAT. Uh, scored very well in CAT. Uh, but then decided to join Deutsche Bank instead of going and doing an IM degree because mm-hmm. uh, I think the cost of that degree was very high. And Deutsche Bank was offering insane amount of money for I don't know what work. So <laughs> the family decided that, you know what, itra paisa chodni sakte, itra paisa dera koi isko chodo mat, le lo. I actually remember the day I got the job and I was not expecting that uh-huh. hoga. So just to give you context, uh, right. Like, colony mein, do saal pehle, 2005 mein, uh, there was uh, one neighbor who got selected in TCS or something. Campus uh, uh-huh. day one in Norkatsa College. Tha. And right. package was 3-4 lakhs. Or kuch to hota tha. And that was hmm. the topmost package which anyone in Indore or anyone like in our Dur ka Khandan had ever heard hmm. of. Literally, in right. hotel mein party di thi, bhai, ab, life set. Hai. And two right. years later, I was getting offered, I think, 12 lakhs in Deutsche Bank. I didn't hear My expectation was that I would have set for life. And Deutsche right. Bank gave me job. De My dad was surprised. He was like, I illegal work. And if you don't get duped, etc. So very, very right. typical middle class, you know, family thinking. Obviously, right. the idea nahi tha, but then I joined Deutsche Bank, investment banking. Tha. You can imagine how it was in 2008, 2009. Um, right. I was there for three, three and a half years, but I realized maybe a couple of years later, you know, in the job that this was not for me. I wanted to do something yeah. and build something on my own. Uh, at that point of time, I think I was just searching for more job satisfaction. Uh, right. I think it was just uh, like in hindsight, if I think of it, uh, I just wanted more mm-hmm. responsibility and more decision making in my hands, uh, which was not there at Deutsche Bank. There were a lot of approvals, a lot of things which were required. Obviously, being a big organization, they need to have such processes in place. And now I realize. Right. But at that point of time, that was frustrating me. So 
so just right. wanted to do something on my own where i could take decisions and i could control outcomes so right that was the thought process behind leaving deutsche bank uh, i don't know for some reason uh, i think college mein baith ke daru pi rahe the socha ki yaar karte hain restaurant mein bahut paisa hai bahut margin hai to humne restaurant jaake khol liye pune mein okay okay so we did well like aisa nahi tha ki we did not do well we opened up i think nine odd restaurants in pune wow and okay. uh, it it was a good lifestyle business over a period of 4 years uh, it was a good mm-hmm. lifestyle business uh, but it was that mm-hmm. it was a lifestyle business it was not growing and it will always grow linearly store by store by store so right. that became a challenge after you know investing 4 years of life we were essentially like in my dad's words uh, running a lala ke dukan so <laughs> so he was like yeah like you can do better and obviously i also realized that you know if we have to do something we can do better we can make more uh, and to be honest like because we had automated a lot of stuff uh, in mm-hmm. fourth year there was not much work for me to do so okay. running the restaurants like it was not very hectic uh, literally maybe right. two three hours a day and that's it like everything mm-hmm. else was on auto mode so we sold that right. uh, i decided that you know what now i'll go into technology i will build some software uh did a startup for a year in pune uh, in pharmaceutical mm. space uh, shut that down within 8 9 months there was no product market fit and right. then moved to uh, bangalore and joined tabzo so that's where okay. we built india's first all in one app etc which got acquired by e-commerce company in 2018 and okay. then after i started nuclear so since last nearly one nearly 2022 months uh, we've been running nuclear and that's where we are right make sense okay yeah it does it does make sense it definitely makes sense so there's quite a lot that we can uh, actually pull out of a journey and the way i am seeing is uh, that is that you know you have actually jumped through quite a few jobs uh, and then uh, you have started a businesses and then you have then finally you're here so there's uh, let's start from the very beginning first of all so you told us that you know you uh, your fathers and uh, your father and your uncle would work on the fa- family land and you know you would see them working hard and they made made sure that you all brothers and sisters ha- have a decent education so if i talk about the very initial stage of your life that stage and if i ask you to relate that now so what was it when you look at look back at that point what is it that you have got from that mindset looking at them was it the hard work or what did you acquire from there how did that, how did those things shape your mindset being an entrepreneur i would ask that so definitely hard work like uh, my parents and not just my parents like every every elder in my family has said it's, it's a joint family so uh-huh. like whether it is my uh, kaka uncle or uh, my kaku or uh, ai baba like all of them were uh, like sure about one thing that if you have to achieve anything in life you have to work hard nothing is going to come easy that was mm-hmm. i think taught to all of us from the very beginning and uh, like even at home if we had to you know i don't even remember like we were not allowed to eat chocolates uh, but we were allowed to eat ice creams uh, once in a while but we had to earn those ice creams so like we had to okay. do some work to you know get that ice cream it was never offered to us they of course i said like we did not even we did not have the luxury to uh, you know have like chocolate stored at home Uh, at that point of time okay. i'm talking about 90s early 90s 
I'm not saying that you know it was a very like we did not have issues about eating food, but uh, mm-hmm. luxuries of you know going and having an ice cream every day. Of course, it was not there. Like maybe once mm-hmm. or twice a month, uh, it was something which is. But we were again made to work for it. It was never given to us for free, if I may. So that was one thing which was you know uh, like driven into us. Second thing, right. my mom did study, uh, did graduate, but my dad mm-hmm. could not graduate because like uh, my grandfather passed away in seventy six, yeah, seventy six, and that's when you know both my uncles and my dad had to leave whatever they were doing and tend right. to our family land, uh, and they okay. could not complete their education. So my dad was very sure about one thing that you know, like to my son, I'll make sure that he gets the best education possible. and to be honest right. that has been the best thing which he could have given to me like nothing else mm-hmm. like the ability to you know be curious or ask questions uh and having a good education uh on my head that was something mm-hmm. which uh, he definitely worked hard and sacrificed a lot to make sure that right. i get that so yeah those those two things uh, still remain with me that's that's nice so basically we can say that you know right now the path you're following that you have to earn everything be it uh, even a client a tender or bid or anything of that sort but that was very much engraved in you from the very beginning of your life be it a, that for that little toffee or an ice cream <laughs> so we can <laughs> and that that i would say has started making a difference in you over the period of time if you look at it that would have made the differences right yeah and that's what we were working on Perfect. So, perfect. It became a nature. If you have to, right. you have to earn everything. Nothing is going to come for free. Right, right. Okay. So moving on, you also told us that you know, yeah, for IITB, you had to move out of Indore, and then there was a lot of exposure there. So first of all, uh, like, tell me something more about this that I understand that Indore got the exposure in Mila and Bombay. That you know, you it was full of exposure. But how did your mindset actually open up there? I mean. looking because dekho this is pretty sure ki iit mein jaake people do talk about you know iims or ivy league colleges but this is more to life because bombay itself is hell more to life correct right so what exactly did you learn there and how did it start shaping you in those years because you know all those things actually add up to your journey here so i want to know that correct correct so uh, to be honest my parents were not happy sending me to bombay uh, because okay. they thought ladka bigad jayega Uh, they were <laughs> absolutely against delhi they wanted me to they wanted me to go to kharagpur because malum tha ki yaar gaav hai wahan koi aas paas kuch nahi hoga ladka bigdega uh-huh. so but honestly it, honestly i'm sorry to cut you but ek baat batao kitne ids crack kar liye the aapne uh matlab rank thi to matlab like i was getting admission into every iit oh im wala hota hai im se alag alag im se call aata hai but iit mein to rank ke sath sorry sorry मुझे मुझे मालूम ही नहीं था आई आई मतलब मैं नाइन्थ तक आई थिंक आई फेल्ड इन मैथ इन नाइन्थ इफ आई एम नॉट रॉन्ग मैं ग्रेस मार्क्स से पास हुआ था 
तो तब तक हाँ मतलब तब तक ठीक था एट तक ठीक था बट एट तक कुछ पढ़ाई भी नहीं होती थी नाइन्थ में बहुत डाटा वाटा एक्सेट्रा एंड माई पेरेंट्स बहुत बहुत सीन हो गया था घर पे कि ऐसे कैसे हो गया एंड देन आई एक्चुअली स्टार्टेड स्टडिंग सो टेंथ इलेवन ट्वेल्थ आई स्टडीड वेल एंड गॉट एडमिटेड आई टी बी बट लाइक बैक टू योर क्वेश्चन ऑन हाउ दैट चेंज माई परस्पेक्टिव बॉम्बे हैज टू मच लाइक न्यू थिंग्स टू एब्जॉर्ब एंड कमिंग फ्रॉम इंदौर ऑब्वियसली वाइल ग्रोइंग मूवीज एक्सेट्रा बॉम्बे देखा था but to mm-hmm. actually physically go and see bombay was very very different uh, and my mm-hmm. first experience with bombay was ki yaar hamari train uh, i think we went there in end of june or something mm-hmm. like for some counseling or something me my dad and my brother mm-hmm. and our train borivali station pe lagi and end of june mm-hmm. you can imagine bombay mein i don't know kitni barish hoti hai yaar kitni barish kabhi dekhi nahi thi humne and hum log indore se aa rahe the june mein indore mein barish itni hoti nahi hai हमारे पास छाते भी नहीं थे एंड बॉम्बे में लाइक छाता इज लाइक यू वेयर शूज यू हैव टू वेयर अम्ब्रेला एज वेल तो भाई लाइक लिटरली वी रीच सम प्लेस एंड कहीं पर जा रहे थे हम रहने के लिए कम्प्लीटली ड्रेंच्ड एंड दैट वाज माय फर्स्ट एक्सपीरियंस इन बॉम्बे बट लाइक वही सब यार ऑल दीज थिंग्स दिस हार्डशिप नॉट जस्ट इन लाइफ बट हार्डशिप ऑफ बॉम्बे आई थिंक बिल्ड अ लॉट ऑफ कैरेक्टर तो लोकल ट्रेन में तुम लटक के जब जाते हो तो यार hmm. आदत पड़ जाती है तुम्हें कि यार भाई धक्का खाने की एंड एट सम आई डोंट नो हाउ एग्जैक्टली आई कैन रिलेटेड टू एनीथिंग एल्स इन लाइफ बट दैट बिल्ड्स कैरेक्टर योर ओके टेकिंग यू नो योर ओके स्टम्बलिंग इन लाइफ एंड ओके टू स्टम्बल सो दैट काइंड ऑफ हेल्प्स इन लाइफ बट बॉम्बे में जाके यार एक्सपोजर तो बहुत मिला प्लस लाइक मेरा सब माई जो मेरा रूममेट जो था Right. One was from Bhopal. The person living next to me, in the hostel, was from Bombay. Right. Right. And brother, what English he was speaking. Like I was, I said, brother, you taught me English. I taught you something else, but you taught me English. So that's like he actually taught me a lot of English. Yeah. He like wow. forced me to start reading English novels, etc. <laughs> but all those things help. Why? Because obviously, hostel environment is different. but uh, right. like all those things help when you see your peers uh, trying to achieve something so mm-hmm. like when you reach there people from delhi and bombay are talking about kya i am ahmedabad jayenge i am bangalore jayenge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you are like yaar ye i am hota kya hai to pehle jaake tum kisi se poochte ho ki bhai i am hai kya and sharam aati hai poochne mein kyunki baki sab to itne freely baat kar rahe hote tumhe pata hi nahi hota to fir tumhe koi help karta hai ki ha yaar ye card deni padti hai exact exact to mujhe lagta hai ha yaar maybe i can also do it and but hmm. then you realize kare uske liye english achhi honi chahiye pure sapne zameen pe aa jate hai ki yaar fuck char saal mein tumhe english pehle achhi karni padegi so that's how so we are all those things help and then you have then there are some people who are talking about you know going and doing a, a ms in us and then you realize hmm. ki yaar desh ke bahar bhi duniya hai so you are not just in <laughs> india desh ke bahar bhi tum ja sakte ho so it just changes your benchmarks and because you know your benchmarks are so low when you are coming from a small city that uh, mm-hmm. the delta in these benchmarks is so high that you surprise mm-hmm. you get surprised and like a lot of times you also feel uh, insecure uh, i right. i still i still feel insecure matlab usme koi wo nahi hai but it's mm-hmm. like i've learned to use my insecurities to my advantage 
mm-hmm. obviously not completely but uh, do the most part but you right. feel insecure that you know you are surrounded with people who are talking about stanford and harvard tumhe to aim bhi nahi malum tha so wohi hota hai so but then you have to realize that you know to make sure that you are at par with them you right. work harder than them you make sure that you know you have the right mental models uh, you speak and get guidance from the right people and then go mm-hmm. through life yeah right right perfect so that's that. that's quite a lot you picked up from iit but i guess you're the first person and i wouldn't leave this chance at all uh, someone i'm having a podcast with who is from iit and an entrepreneur and running a good business out there so tell me this thing that hum hamesha bolte hain ki you know entrepreneurship ke liye it's not necessary ki aapki degree kya hai ya where you coming from whatever just that you know you need to have that mindset ki dhanda karna and most of that what what needs what matters is the execution of the business correct that's it right so now being one from iit and i don't know if you went out in those uh, esl competitions that used to happen or the anything of that sort entrepreneurial sort jo aajkal har college mein hota hai mujhe woh nahi pata aap karte the nahi karte the so what is your insight now coming from iit be the renowned of the renowned college of the nation and then being an entrepreneur down the line what would you say about this notion that we go by ki entrepreneurship ke liye degree nahi matter karti boss your education doesn't really matters what matters is literally what you're doing out there of course yeah degree to past mein ho gayi like jo ho gaya to ho gaya usse kya hi farak padna hai future i ka like my degree cannot you know lay out the future for me uh, hmm. what it can do is give out a signal hmm. and okay to be honest that is the only thing it does it gives out okay. a signal that at some point of time in uh, my life i worked hard to get into this college that's the only signal or message that the degree can give it to some give to someone else and that's it aur kuch nahi hai uske alawa like like i know like i'm sure you can also figure out there will be a lot of people with very good degrees uh, mm-hmm. who would have struggled in life like aisa nahi ki i have not struggled in life i have i am mm-hmm. struggling in life right now also mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, like you have to i know my parents told me ki yaar iit ki degree le le fir life mein tu zindagi bhar khush rahega tereko kabhi tension nahi hogi and now mm-hmm. of course i tell them ki yaar aap logo ne jhoot bola tha क्योंकि ऐसा नहीं होता है सिर्फ डिग्री लेने से कुछ चेंज नहीं होता है यू हैव टू स्टिल वर्क हार्ड इन लाइफ यू हैव टू स्टिल यू नो ट्राई एंड अचीव व्हाट यू आर ड्रीमिंग अबाउट राइट हां डिग्री लेने से एक चीज हुई मेरे ड्रीम्स चेंज हो गए वो जो सेम चीज आई वाज टॉकिंग अबाउट कि यार बेंचमार्क शिफ्ट हो गया ग्लास सीलिंग्स ब्रेक हो गई दैट वन थिंग डेफिनेटली हैपेन मेरे ड्रीम्स चेंज हो गए माय ड्रीम्स बिकेम बिगर व्हाई बिकॉज़ पीपल अराउंड मी वर ड्रीमिंग बिगर Right. I did not have the ability to dream big uh, at that point of time but because of mm-hmm. the my peers and people around me I was able mm-hmm. to dream bigger so my dreams bade ho gaye so pehle jo main like soch raha tha ki yaar 2 3 lakh ki job lag jayegi and I'll be set for life suddenly that right. became five or six times of that so wo cheez ho gaye and like, right. I'm not saying that paise mein count karna chahiye I'm just giving you an example that you know mm-hmm. iit ki degree lene ke baad mba karne kahan jana chahiye like i did not even know any mba colleges while going to bombay but then suddenly mm-hmm. you start thinking about ki yaar you know what ivy league ja sakte hain iim ja sakte hain so dreams got bigger mm-hmm. for sure but like maybe there is a correlation correlation that you know if your dreams become bigger you automatically start you know uh, working harder to achieve them mm-hmm. 
एंड यू मेक योर टारगेट बिगर एंड वहीं से थॉट प्रसाद थिंक बिगर द मोमेंट यू लाइक से यार भाई मेरे को हंड्रेड मीटर दस सेकेंड में भागना है वाइल इफ यू से नहीं यार बीस सेकेंड में भागना है सो हो सकता है बीस सेकेंड में जब भाग रहे हो आप नाइनटीन पॉइंट फाइव पे आके यू विल बी हैप्पी बट वेन यू पुट योर टारगेट एट टेन सेकेंड इवन लाइक यू मे नॉट अचीव टेन सेकेंड बट यू ट्राई एंड डू थर्टीन और फोर्टीन सो इट विल बी मच बेटर देन नाइनटीन सेकेंड्स सो द मोमेंट योर ड्रीम्स बिकम बिगर ऑटोमेटिकली योर एक्सपेक्टेशन फ्रॉम योर सेल्फ आर बिगर एंड यू वर्क हार्डर एंड यू वर्क टूवर्ड्स बिकमिंग अ मच बेटर एंड ग्रो फास्टर सो आई थिंक दैट कम्स फ्रॉम देयर but uh, does that degree help me yeah, as i said i was a six pointer there i did not study there uh, mm-hmm. that degree helps me helped me in the past by pushing mm-hmm. me changing my benchmarks is helping right. me today by giving out a signal and nothing else uh, right does like it does not at all mean that someone who does not have that degree cannot you know be an entrepreneur cannot do a run a successful business like there are hundreds mm-hmm. of examples of people who are running right. probably more people are running successful businesses who don't have a degree uh, than right. people who have a degree this is that maybe media mein zyada naam aa jata hoga because this sells mm-hmm. but uh, i don't think right. there is any correlation from a like ability to run a business right so if i if someone let's say uh, probably uh, 18 year old someone who's just passed out of school or maybe let's say someone who's just uh, about to graduate from the college if these two kind of people come and ask you ki boss kya degree se really really farak padta hai mujhe sir itna pata hai ki main dhanda karna main naukri nahi kar sakta what would be your advice to him actually nahi padta surround yourself with the right people and nahi padega hmm. so oh, college college ka ho- the whole point of college is that it brings hmm. together a community which probably mm. thinks alike and right. that community can grow together think and like you know expand each other's uh, uh, you know uh, levels uh, mm. but and push each other to grow uh, to a next level but uh, if mm. you can have that community without going to a college it's not going to matter perfect perfect thanks so listeners uh, who if you're aspiring for uh, such colleges or if you're just graduating from colleges then probably i would say you have your answer when you be talk in terms of entrepreneurship it doesn't really matter and if you listen to the other podcast it really comes down to for your mindset and what you're exactly executing out there degree doesn't matters it's just that you matter that's it okay moving on uh, uncle so uh लाइक आफ्टर आईटी यू गॉट इन डॉशिया बैंक एंड डॉशिया बैंक में ट्वेल्व लैक्स पैकेज एंड एवरी वन सो हैप्पी एंड उसके बाद उसके बाद यू डिसाइड कि यू नो आई वॉन्ट अ क्विट दिस थिंग एंड गेट इन टू अ रेस्ट्रो बिजनेस सो द पॉइंट दैट आई वॉन्ट आस्क इज दर इज फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल यू ब्रोक योर फर्स्ट ग्लास सीलिंग फ्रॉम इंडोर टू बॉम्बे देन द सेकेंड ग्लास सीलिंग वॉज यू नो दो तीन लाख के पैकेज से बारह लाख का पैकेज देन आई वुड समेर सेट यू नो दैट सिक्योरिटी फैक्टर वुड हैव स्टार्टेड रिसाइडिंग इन यू कि यार ठीक है सब कुछ सेट है आई एम सेट आई कैन लिव अ बॉम्बे लाइफ स्टाइल माई फैमिली इज आई कैन टेक केयर ऑफ द फैमिली ऑल्सो फ्रॉम वेयर आई एम राइट नाउ एंड दो सिक्योरिटी फैक्टर्स डू सेट इन सो जब आपने पहली बार डिसाइड किया कि यार ठीक है दैट आई विल गेट इन टू द रेस्ट्रो बिजनेस बिकॉज आई नीड मोर रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी ऑन माई हेड एंड ऑल दो थिंग्स दैट यू टोल्ड एस दैट यू नो यूर लुकिंग फॉर मोर प्रॉब्लम इन दाइंड इट वॉज मोर रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी डूइंग बेटर वर्क 
सो वट वॉज इज एग्जैक्ट माइंड सेट यार अब मैं सिक्योरिटी छोड़ के आई एल बी जम्पिंग आउट इन द रियल वर्ल्ड क्रिएटिंग अ बिजनेस out of nothing with zero experience in the restro business there and what was that mindset like and what was the family support during that point like uh, so two questions the first thing i have a opposite opinion i think uh, okay. continuing that job was more risky for mm. me uh, okay yeah because uh, the risk of not doing that restaurant or mm-hmm. doing that not starting a business was much higher both from a mental perspective as well as from a economics perspective the returns on this business could have been exponential whereas okay. returns from continuing in that job were limited and you know uh, i could uh, extrapolate them how much i would earn in the next 10 years but right therefore that like when you look at the risk return uh, you know uh, like starting the business was for me personally an obvious choice it was not like i don't think i was ever in doubt uh, the only thing which i probably in hindsight would have changed that instead of waiting for 3 and 1/2 years i would have started that uh, maybe after a couple of years because 2 years i had earned enough to give like have enough money for my parents to survive for 3 4 years in the entire kharcha nahi hota and obviously they were also doing well in like my dad had started doing well in his business as well uh, okay okay by that time so utra nahi tha financially once i like till by by 2009 10 itna tension nahi tha so okay that was, that was a okay time so i could have left after 2 years i probably i just stuck around to earn more money thoda sa greedy ban gaya tha kya aur thoda sa paisa so that was that but like starting okay. this was a less risky thing to do than continuing in the business, continuing in the job that was one second when it comes to family's uh, support See, the family has always been in support uh, they have questioned my they obviously they will question my choices they have the right to question my choices uh, mm-hmm. they questioned my choices once in a while uh, but mm-hmm. overall they have always been supportive so once like yaar maa ko kya chahiye hota hai maa ko chahiye hota hai yaar beta khush rahe aur kuch nahi chahiye hota so meri maa ka bas ek tha ki tu khush hai kya mere ka ha khush hai lekin fir farak nahi padta एक फिर तू पचास हजार महीने के कमा या पांच लाख महीने के कमा उससे फर्क नहीं पड़ेगा तो मैंने कहा ठीक है तो एज लॉन्ग लाइक एज लॉन्ग एज लाइक माय पेरेंट्स आर फाइनेंशियली टेकन केयर ऑफ व्हिच नाउ लाइक दे आर देमसेल्व्स कैपेबल ऑफ टेकिंग केयर ऑफ देमसेल्व्स मेरी सपोर्ट की कोई जरूरत नहीं है उनको एंड लाइक एज लॉन्ग एज लाइक आई एम हैप्पी इन लाइफ लाइक माय पेरेंट्स डोंट हैव एनी कंसर्न्स माय डैड हैज ऑलवेज बीन सपोर्टिव माँ को बस ये टेंशन रहती कि तू खुश रहे यार और कुछ मत कर तू खुश रहे लाइफ में तो बस दैट्स इट सो अदरवाइज लाइक दे हैव क्वेश्चन फ्यू डिसीजंस वाइल रनिंग लाइक वेरियस बिजनेसेस एंड दोज दोज हैव बीन हेल्दी आर्गुमेंट्स और डिसएग्रीमेंट्स एक्सेट्रा बट ठीक है मतलब ऐसा कुछ ज्यादा लाइक नथिंग मेजर नथिंग मेजर राइट ओके सो फॉर नाउ नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन दैट आई वांट टू आस्क इज दैट If I'm not wrong to say, your restaurant business was in kind of partnership with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Or it was right. Right. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, uh, when we go ahead with this thing, you did this business for four years, and restaurant business is a good business, and having nine stores all around Pune and stuff. So, what all did you learn from this business that 
you are putting it out here one thing and how was this partnership like and how many partners were you how how did you dwell with this partnership when you were coming from a deutsche bank you know because yahan pe thodi si responsibility phir bhi hoti which at whichever position you were you still have that responsibility on your head that you know you are this person let's say even if you were the manager there like he's the manager out there you know that factor stands out correct correct so correct. tell me about this this thing yeah so one thing which i would have changed in hindsight was that all four of us had the same skill set mm-hmm. like all okay. four of us were engineers uh three of us were from the same department and okay. more or less our skill sets were the same and okay that you know at that point of time you know darupi ke dhanda chalu kar rahe the aram to koi bina socha bhi nahi tha humne ki kya kar rahe hain kaise kar rahe hain so probably i would have reduced the number of co-founders uh mm-hmm. four and in fact at one point of time we were six uh, which got reduced to four uh four is a big number to you know run any business or start a business with i'm not saying that you should right. not have good founding members you should most definitely have but at mm-hmm. a co-founder level bahut uh, problems ho jate hain at later point of time because of equity distribution kaisa hai and when you are all friends uh you start right. thinking kya kaun ceo banega kaun nahi banega uh these right. are all normal course of business huh? like this is not something which uh, like only we have gone through almost mm. all the startups founded by friends have gone through these problems and right. over a period of time like disagreements hote hain uh, then there are various directions in which you want to take the business all those things like, we, we went through all the drama like sab kuch hua mm. uh, eventually we decided that you know what dhanda chal raha hai acha chal raha hai like ab becho bahar nikalte hain uh, we'll mm. a couple of us did not want to go in the same direction uh like okay. one of them went and did an mba uh, baki apne apne direction mein so like all four of us went into different directions uh, mm-hmm. all four of us are doing well today uh, and yeah right sure but uh, like biggest learning uh, yeah this was the first thing which i started from scratch so mm-hmm. like learn like understanding each and every aspect of the business uh, not just from the customers perspective but also from the finance perspective taught me a lot uh, like finance mein tab tak itna like i was interested in finance but i had never done accounting etc so that mm. gave me a very good understanding of how to run a business from a numbers perspective second right. uh, from a sale like sales i think till then i had never done sales so okay. that was the time when i started actually doing sales when i say sales like going in persuading someone or going and you know selling someone an idea that was something right. which i did so like raising funds for the for that business etc was something which i was doing so that's when okay. i started you know started in my journey of uh, learning how to do sales or selling something selling an idea selling a vision etc hmm. so i would suggest like yeah those were the two things which uh, you know i still carry and uh, probably learned the most during that time Uh, okay 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 that's nice so couple of questions on from this part i want to pick up that first of all i totally agree to this thing that you know when you start business with friends these are the things that arises but what we really want to know is how did you and your friends deal with this problem number one and number two like uh what was the funding uh process for the straw business was like like you uh, bootstrapped it and then you uh, or maybe you got the fund uh funding from the investors or what was it like so these two things so uh 
ideal way like ideal answer would be ki nahi yaar we were all friends we did it very nice way like it was all civil aisa nahi tha like obviously hmm. we had our disagreements we had our arguments shouting contests and right. uh, like as i said like full drama tha uh, across uh-huh. multiple years across multiple topics we tried to right. come to a good conclusion uh, eventually uh, but mm. uh, and we reached a okay conclusion at the end of it uh, well, was mm. everyone happy with it i would say no uh, was mm. everyone extremely unhappy uh, that was also not true so we reached a good equilibrium at some point of time and i think it was okay. a good decision to move on in life from that business uh, sell that business mm. and you know uh, get on to do different things uh, it was a good journey like all of us learned a lot Uh, about ourselves more importantly uh, mm-hmm. and like if i have to be honest i made a lot of mistakes uh, i was a stupid fuck back then if i'm mm-hmm. still not a stupid fuck but yeah i was yeah. I, was, i was an idiot back then uh, mm-hmm. i have like i forced myself to change on a lot of aspects i realize now okay. that the mistakes which i made and the decisions which i was taking were not great decisions but that's how you learn in life Uh, obviously i would have right. loved to learn from someone else's mistakes but then mm. yeah i was not that great and i learned from my mistakes so right. those learnings obviously i still carry and uh, right. from a funding perspective so initially it was bootstrap uh, but okay. then we raised funds from a few angel investors and okay. yeah, yeah that's what we did we so did not raise any institution funds Okay, okay. So with that fund, probably you guys multiplied your stores and everything. Correct, correct, correct. That's true. That's nice. So, uh, Ankur, I want to ask this question, and uh, you know, uh, like, what do you feel like after this experience of yours? Because honestly, like, four co-founders is still a very good number. Two, that is, very common. Has become. Three, a little uncommon. Four, some more uncommon has become. So. <laughs> four co-founders and everything that happened happened so what do you suggest kiar is it a good idea to do business with friends or is it not because when we look back at the history right now let's pick up any big business out there let's pick up facebook let's pick up uh, apple every of the businesses have been started with friends but hmm. you know not everyone stays hmm. it's probably one person who takes it ahead or something like that of that sort happens right correct so what is your insight over this kiar agar aap kar rahe ho no matter journey thodi tough hogi khud se karo ya phir is it something else so what what would you say about this thing uh, so one thing don't do it alone because uh, hmm. this is a very very lonely journey okay uh, there are right. things which you cannot discuss with your family uh, there are things which you cannot uh, discuss with you know your Uh, peers uh, in your company as well and these are the right. tough decisions or tough choices or situations or stress which you have to go through on your own uh, hmm. it always helps to have at least one more person who you can share your you know uh, uh, ideas with who you can share your stress with so hmm. i would suggest not to do it alone ऐसा नहीं कि देर आर नॉट कंपनीज और एग्जाम्पल्स वेर पीपल हैव डन इट अलोन बट इवन इफ यू गो एंड आज दो पीपल दे वुड से दैट यू नॉट हैव समन एटलीस्ट समन एल्स हु यू कैन शेयर योर स्ट्रेस विद बिकॉज इट इज अ स्ट्रेसफुल जर्नी एंड अ लॉट ऑफ ऑन्टरप्रिनर्स विल हैव अ मास्क ऑफ चेयरफुलनेस एंड नॉट शो देयर स्ट्रेस बट इट्स टेलिंग इन देयर वाइट हेयर 
<laughs> so, so trust me, like I have my beard has like started becoming white now. Thankfully, not right. my hair yet, but uh, right. yeah, I'm still 34 and my beard is slightly white. So, वो मैं मैं मैंने कोई पेंट नहीं कलर नहीं करा है. It's actually because of stress. So, but you have to maintain, you know, uh, cheerfulness in front of everyone else. So definitely right. not do it alone. Four becomes a lot. Uh, like def- anything beyond three becomes a lot. The reason being mm. that uh, everyone will have their ideas. Everyone would want to mm. drive the business in a certain direction, and right. you need to be sure about who is leading. It's okay to make mistakes with the decisions, but at mm. the end of the day, there should be one person whose decision is final, and the company goes in that direction. Uh, like right. definitely, that person will not get it right hundred percent of the times. but uh, mm-hmm. like everyone needs to be aligned in a single direction because the moment company starts going in two or three different directions like it's a really right. for disaster like definitely fail hoga right i i can understand and i agree to that perfect that's a nice answer that i have there okay so moving on ankur um, after this business after four years of restaurant business you said you told us that you uh, joined to uh, tabzo in bangalore right correct correct so you joined tabzo as a CTO, if I'm not wrong. No, I joined as a chief of staff. You joined as a chief of staff, right? So, uh, Ankur, again the thing like you know, job, business, again a job. So, what was this transition like, and how did you feel when you went of that went to that direction, and what was the mindset then? कि यार वापस यू नो किसी के अंडर एंड डूइंग अ जॉब एंड स्टफ. So, what was happening then? So, uh, so again, like I would not compare Tabzo and Deutsche Bank. Uh, as two jobs mm-hmm. uh, deutsche mm-hmm. bank yes was definitely a job tabzo was not mm-hmm. a job uh, the okay. reason people like at least from my perspective like i would consider a job where i don't have any freedom to take decisions okay uh, right at the end of the day uh, what i said in hindsight that you know what i wanted more freedom to take decisions i wanted uh, when i was leaving deutsche i wanted to mm-hmm. be in a situation where uh, i could take decisions and control the outcomes or at least right. the input uh right in tabzo i had complete freedom like i was able to take decisions i was able to you know drive things uh, so it was not mm-hmm. a job per se for me it was more or less like just continuing the journey entrepreneurial journey so like it was okay. very good like i was working with ankur singla uh, and mm-hmm. uh, like we had a very good relationship and like uh, yeah he gave me all the freedom i wanted so that was a very nice space for me to be in that's nice that's nice okay so if i ask you like what did you uh, for your entrepreneurial journey what did you pick up from tabzo what would it be uh definitely reading more for sure uh, i'm sure okay. singla will laugh at this uh, <laughs> and uh, second like thinking big uh, for sure again like i was not right. thinking big while running the restaurant business or while doing a uh, blaze which was a pharmaceutical startup uh, like well when i came to tabzo uh, that definitely changed my benchmarks about thinking big uh, plus the previous two startups were in pune uh, coming to bangalore again was a uh, change in environment change in uh, i think the technology landscape uh, because pune right. is like historically has been a slightly more sleepy city from a tech mm-hmm. perspective bangalore is way right. more vibrant so right the amount of exposure uh, on tech side uh, just increased exponentially 
so right. those three things came in very handy and that right. that again changed my benchmark while thinking from a uh, like if i have to start a tech business uh, definitely i would not have been able to do that while sitting in pune understandable understandable okay so uh, after tabzo uh, then it was a final thing that you decided that you know nuclear is going to happen and nuclear happened and uh, all these things were starting to get in place so uh, you you told us that tabzo got acquired right Correct. so now at this point uh, when you started nuclear were you alone or uh, was it again bootstrapped or what was this thing like what was the nuclear's beginning like so it was initially bootstrapped uh, then we got mm-hmm. uh, revenue from banks so that kind mm-hmm. of helped us sustain uh, and mm-hmm. since then like we have been sustaining on the basis of the revenue which we are earning from the banks uh, i of course okay. i was not alone uh, i had a couple of co-founders uh, and mm-hmm. like technology and product side and uh, they are running right. the business as if so as i said like it was not a difficult choice uh, mm-hmm. like all of us were aligned that you know we did not want to join Uh, and we wanted to start again and uh-huh. that's what we did so figuring out the process of what we will be building and which industry we will be building in that was that consumed some time but that was also deliberate uh-huh. on our part that this time we did not want to jump into anything we wanted to make sure that uh-huh. there was a good product market fit and then go from there uh-huh. perfect perfect right so uncle talking to you like i have realized this one thing that from from the very starting point you have actually uh stepped up your journey right you've been climbing the stairs coming up and up and up and that you have right now come come up very very way too far from where you were at, back at that time right considering the similar things and what you just told us that from tabzo you picked up thinking big but the way i am looking at it right now this thinking big factor started the very point you stepped into bombay Mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. you also told us in the very beginning that uh, you know with uh, nuclear you wanted to build a sustainable business and uh, you wanted this uh, business to be global so that Correct. is again thinking very big so now what i want you to is give me your best possible insight because you have done businesses from city level you have done a job which is uh, international you have done a uh, you have again been a chief uh, staff officer at a company which got acquired by e-commerce giant and then you've uh, you're doing uh, this thing nuclear so your things have been expanding in several directions but then now you finally think big so if i talk about your insight ki you know how thinking big actually makes everything different in life for anyone who wants to inculcate and they are not able to understand ki yaar i'm not i'm very confused ki mai karna kya hai abhi and i'm not able to get to a direction what would you tell them in combination with this thinking with big perspective so uh, thinking big is again a perspective uh, a different right. perspective right when i was in indore oh. going to bombay people in bombay or my peers who were from bombay had a different perspective oh. to life i had a okay. different perspective even like uh, fortunately they had a bigger perspective to life than mine mm-hmm. and therefore i was able to you know adopt that and expand my horizons uh, similarly right. when i shifted from pune to bangalore uh, or rather they like, joined from iit to doishe uh, it again mm-hmm. expanded the horizon why because suddenly you are thinking about like none of my family has ever been outside india and right like now you are working in a global company which is where you can work in london or say singapore or hong kong and suddenly you are going to these places and it 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 changes your perspective on life 
because right. uh, like growing up you're just very very india focused and now suddenly you are like interacting with people who are from many cultural backgrounds and hmm. you get a very very different perspective from them and you realize that you know what hmm. i was living in a small pond and this is the ocean and there are so many different things which i still don't know and then hmm. you start learning about them that's where like you know i became very very interested in history as well uh, cultural history of okay. various different countries of various different regions and hmm. it just gives you different perspective so thinking big is again someone else who has a bigger perspective than you who is helping you expand your horizon so one very good example i think we had invited vishal who is who who was cto of tabzo to give a talk in our mm. company recently okay and he was talking about like he was mentoring he is mentoring someone who was you know wanting to become a doctor and vishal mm. just like posed three four questions to him that if you become a doctor how many lives do you suppose you will save in 10 years and he said right. maybe x now right if you instead of becoming a doctor if you open up a hospital how many lives mm. do you suppose you will save so maybe 100x now instead of opening up a hospital if you invest in a r&d you know uh, institute or start a mm. become a scientist or start doing research and come up with mm. a, a vaccine for some very very uh, cruel disease what is the number mm. how many number of lives will you save probably 1000x so becoming a doctor then suddenly seems very small and i am not saying that it is small i'm just saying that this right. is how different perspective comes into the picture so right whenever you are thinking about something uh, like it's uh, like generally if the idea is yours you would be in love with that idea and you would feel that you know this is the best idea in the world and therefore right. it helps to go and get multiple people perspective on those ideas uh mm-hmm. ideally people from different backgrounds uh who will or different backgrounds or different verticals who can give you a different perspective and help you mm-hmm. grow that idea and help you you know think bigger than what you are actually thinking so that is something which i learned probably after shifting to bangalore and you know i continue to do that i have a uh, set of five mentors i continuously go back to and discuss ideas mm-hmm. with them uh mm. they help me you know make those ideas refine those ideas and you know push me to think bigger so that really really helps uh, i hope i answered your question yes 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 you did and on this very thing i want to tell the listeners that guys the example that rankur gave right now from the vishal story and the way he has uh, expanded his horizon is something where your life can also become better even no matter even if you want to do a job but then think of a bigger job let's say right now you think of for example if let's say you think of a bpo think of a let's say being the manager at the bpo for example or just increase the vertical that's how your life will become bigger and then the second very uh i would say things that which, which get probably hidden in all those things but then which is very important is that which ankur also pointed out that you need to surround yourself with those kind of people your surrounding matters a lot it it's just like let's say when you are there with a the surrounding who is spending 10x and you are spending x you would be forced to spend 10x you can't help it and when you're being forced to spend 10x you will be forced to earn 20x then only you can spend 10x so it's the very same ideology that works so that ways i would say that is another perspective of thinking big which helps you grow bigger 
else to we are all living a life i would say is there anything that uh, you want to add to this or any anywhere you feel uh, amkra went wrong no 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 you captured it right you captured it right so like right. they say right you are an average of five people around you and that's absolutely right. true It's absolutely true. Right, right. So I'm going to ask you something that you know, out of this journey of yours, uh, if we, if we look at the hiccups or the failures, right, whichever uh-huh. suits you more, which one was your biggest uh, failure out there, and what did it teach you? It's difficult to choose one, huh? It's really difficult to choose one. My uh, common answer, right? But still, pick up the one that comes first to your mind. Um. probably after the like the restaurant business i should not have jumped into the next business uh, faster i probably like rebound that was a rebound business for me i just wanted mm-hmm. to do something else uh, remain relevant uh, mm-hmm. so that was like in hindsight was a big mistake uh, similarly okay. i think actually biggest uh, okay so let me rephrase maybe that was not the biggest mistake so the biggest okay. mistake um, Uh, if i have to think of is the amount of emotional stress uh, which i have taken for you know surprisingly small issues in the past so like if i look back and read couple few emails from say 2014 or 2012 the amount mm-hmm. of emotional stress which i took for those issues or those problems was mm-hmm. disproportionate to the actual problem at hand so in hindsight i should have mm-hmm. I, i like i would like if i if i have to live those uh, times again i would not mm-hmm. be uh, i would not take so much emotional stress so that's something right. which uh, which which i'm still trying to learn uh, i have not mm-hmm. learned it completely today also there are things where i get uh, a lot more emotional or get stressed but i'm mm-hmm. much better than before so even right. if there are problems like i don't take that much stress because Uh, most of those problems are outside of our control and we can't right. do anything about it so there is no point in right. you know, being stressed because of that so mm-hmm. doing that yes that was a very big uh, it it was not a single failure but it was a uh, mm-hmm. multiple failures where you know because of some small things i was taking too much emotional stress yeah that's something which right. really changed so that's that's a very different answer uh, that we uh, that probably i would say i've got in after talking to so many guests out there and the one thing that i would say that guys when being an entrepreneur your eq and iq are very very important sometimes eq is more important than iq because you need to manage these emotions emotions can drive you crazy as fuck sometimes <laughs> so you need to keep your calm out there and uh, think in the right direction anger happiness all those things some they, those are are very right thing that do not take a decision when you're super happy or you know do not take a decision when you're super angry that doesn't really help maintaining your eq is very very important for better decisions and for a better growth of your business out there right okay so moving on ankur if i uh, i, I will just that, want to add there so one thing yeah. which uh, i was listening to, this is probably 3 or 4 years back i was listening to yeah. a talk from uh, jack ma of alibaba and he he was teaching this that you know in every situation you need to remain very very calm as a leader you yeah. cannot lose your uh, anger etc and i think mm. was it one of those talks or some something related to that it said that you know if any particular thing makes you angry 
mm-hmm. just sleep over it don't react immediately so if a particular situation is making you angry or if a particular email is making you angry don't react mm-hmm. to, don't react to that situation or don't respond to that email then and there sleep over it automatically you will become calmer and you won't you know start a waterfall where you have responded to that email you know with, with your anger and then you know this goes on back and forth just sleep over it mm-hmm. respond with a calm mind the next day things will automatically become better and that i started practicing since four years four years back or so mm-hmm. i'm telling you like there are so many emails which make you angry and i mm-hmm. just don't respond to them the same day i respond to them the mm-hmm. next morning when i'm way more calmer uh, mm-hmm. not busy with urgent stuff and i'm mm-hmm. able to take a much more uh, saner decision i would agree to that 110% and something that i would say from a personal experience that guys what happens with me a lot of times and even now also that whenever something happens or probably some urgency kicks in from the client side i'm sometimes kicked in by a lot of anxiety and uh, i don't know what to say so what happens in these my replies gets delayed they are probably a day or two delayed but i make sure that whenever i'm giving them a reply i'm giving them a proper solution or maybe i'm telling them that doesn't you know escalate the situation in either of the directions so that correct. everything goes perfectly out there correct, so correct. what ankur has told us right now is something we all need to practice and yes even i sleep over of my anger a lot and lot of time and it helps like insane <laughs> right so uh, coming back to my question that i was asking ankur if i ask you are you a money minded person so uh, what would your answer be not anymore wow okay yeah, i was more yeah i was okay. of course i was uh, like the decision to join doisha and not go and do a mba was uh-huh. a money minded decision and for obvious reasons that you know our family required that money at that point of time so right for me it like for, i think for everyone in the family and for me it was an obvious decision uh so mm-hmm. but over a period of time though i've i've like i've learned to not be that money minded for two reasons one while building mm-hmm. the restaurant business uh, there were a lot of i think for two or three years were quite tough uh, from a financial right. perspective so right. and i think like we just got married as well and uh, mm-hmm. those couple of years were very tough from a financial perspective so we learned to live in those particular you know uh, uh, like whatever cash flow we were getting and mm-hmm. uh, like it was tough to extend that you know uh, i was driving a 98 model zen back then so okay uh, yeah so it was like 16 16 or 15 years old car so even right. like if the tire got punctured <laughs> like i thought about you know uh, you know spending 200 bucks on getting the tire okay or you know calling someone so i used to change the spare myself and then go and get uh-huh. it done in 50 bucks so the puncture right. would get done in 50 bucks but i would save on that 150 bucks so we were like literally hand to mouth but what that really inculcated in us as a family uh, like our mm. like demands our uh, lifestyle uh, is right. very very minimalistic so like we don't need a lot of money to be happy in life and mm-hmm. that continued so even when you know uh, started earning decent uh, like that continued mm-hmm. like our costs are not very high and i think right. that helps a lot because it reduces a lot of stress in life so i'm mm-hmm. not worried about money anymore because i know that uh, like our our demands or our requirements 
per month from a financial perspective are very limited mm. and uh, mm. like it's it's okay even if i don't uh, like make a lot of money like i'll make mm. some much like enough to survive for mm. 12, 12 months or so so right. like that way it just takes away a lot of stress so mm-hmm. yeah like i'm not money minded definitely not money minded anymore and like from okay. a like day to day of day to day cost perspective also we are very minimalistic in nature okay so if i say that are you financially independent right now so what would your answer be yes like uh, i'm not dependent on anyone uh, like mm-hmm. that's one way to answer it Uh, if mm-hmm. uh, obviously the definition differs like people define it that if you stop earning from tomorrow can you mm-hmm. lead your life uh, without earning any single penny of course not but uh, okay. my uh, like response to that will be that do you want to stop working from tomorrow like no of mm-hmm. course not like i would not mm-hmm. probably retire at any point of time uh, uh, because right. like uh, what would i do <laughs> what do you mean retirement <laughs> what would i do like i would love to just sit and read all day long but i am sure uh-huh. like that will also pay me some money so <laughs> i'll i'll be okay then as well so yeah okay. like, i am fine so you do you look forward to you know having those passive sources of income where you know uh, even it doesn't really matter if you're working or not if i go by, go by the general term which exists in the market of in terms of financial independence so i completely understand that you know that you have that urge that you know i cannot live without working i'm the same kind of person so i can you don't know, relate with you but when you talk about the other thing also that you know i don't want to care about ki uh, if i'm taking a vacation or if i want to do this if my children want to do this i don't really think i have to think about it twice i can do it so is that a goal or like you over that huh, so like when i say that i'm financially liberated does not mean that i have a lot of savings no it is not that, mm-hmm. that is not the case uh mm-hmm. like would i want a passive income of course like i think anyone would want additional income uh, do i mm-hmm. have a passive income no not right now this is only business which i'm running okay. uh okay but uh, like am i motivated by like having a bigger house or having a bigger car no like those are those things don't motivate me as much uh travel is something which i would love to do a lot more uh mm-hmm. because i think that adds a lot of value and like i think of it not as an expense but as an investment so that right. i would love to do more uh, but right. yeah like i would like i would want to earn more money uh, one to travel two to uh, probably uh, like do more for dogs street dogs wow that's nice so you're a lot into dogs sorry so you're a lot into dogs yeah so i have couple of rescue dogs uh my wife okay. works with uh, a few shelter dog shelters helps with adoptions okay. and rescues and like here and wow. then we go and feed street dogs yeah that's nice so if i ask you uh, uncle that do you have any uh, of your money management plans in place like you know i have invested this much and i'll be i invest this part of my salary into this and something of those sort or maybe in terms of business growth that you know this is how my money uh, cash flow for business goes around do you have any plans in place and if you could share that with us yeah yeah so like i think uh, since the first, since my first salary in deutsche bank mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. my dad made sure that i saved 50% of it whatever the salary it is uh, so okay. that's a rule which i still uh, go by so i'll save 50% of my income and the rest 50% right. like uh, 
probably save it for certain goals or uh, for normal expenditures wow that's that's yeah. good yeah that's really good that's nice i mean 50% yeah, yeah. is huge amount <laughs> i would say it's literally huge amount again like it 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 depends it depends on mm. what your monthly expenses are for example if you are in a habit of uh, spending a lakh rupees a month which i mm. just don't know why anyone would but uh, mm. of course like but uh, yeah, if you have I, to spend 1 lakh rupees then like if you have to save 50% you have to earn 2 lakh rupees a month but if you are just right. spending 40000 you have to earn 80000 like it it's a, it's again a perspective right so right it's and you can you can if your monthly expenses are say 50 60000 then you can save mm-hmm. more if you are earning more so or Definitely. you can you know do more with what your goals are or what your uh, invest in some 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 you know more passionate projects etc mm-hmm. right but yeah right i get it but that's okay. something which my dad was very strict about <laughs> that, that's kept, a great he, habit he has inculcated in you yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah. habit yeah it didn't it didn't feel very good uh, you know because i thought i had I, become uh, an adult and <laughs> you know salary kam hai lag gaya papa main main khud apne decisions lunga life ke papa na chup 50% save karega ghar pe bhej main tere liye invest karunga karega okay papa nice 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 of course now i i invest on my own like i don't like my dad also invest but he invest more in like land etc and i invest more on mutual funds or stocks that's nice that's nice yeah. so uh, since you are a lot into reading and i would say it's been quite a time now you've been reading compounding all that knowledge if you have to uh, give away some you know recommendation of the books which one would those be oh okay which genre a same business and entrepreneurship or maybe someone else or some other you know if you want to recommend i would love to know that i'm also so there. probably from a business perspective like poor charlie's almanac uh, like stands out i don't think any other business book even comes close uh, wow, then okay. uh, from a philosophical perspective or from a dreaming perspective i think jonathan livingston seagal uh, mm-hmm. like probably probably one of the most uh, the book which i have gifted the most uh, okay yeah and uh, again maybe guide to a good life mm-hmm. It depends on which phase of life I have been through. So, like at some point of time, I think four or five years back, Guide to a Good Life helped me a lot to you know uh, think clearly about how I wanted mm-hmm. to lead my life. So that mm-hmm. book helped me a lot. But yeah, these three books uh, have mm-hmm. been very good. From a sales perspective, I think, uh, or leadership perspective, I think uh, Extreme Ownership uh, is a very very good book. obviously it has a narrative around a war which again i am very interested in so i liked it some don't mm-hmm. uh, then right. da- daring greatly uh, that's a right. as well so it just talks about you know micro courage rather than you know macro courage or being a very uh, macho person just the courage small mm-hmm. things regularly uh, so yeah those two books also are very very good that's that's nice these are quite a good recommendation some uh, recommendation that i'm listening out of the box 
actually haven't heard of this book a lot but i would definitely look forward to reading or listening to some of them nice so as we move towards the end of the podcast uh, ankur if i ask you your business mantra that you would like to give to the listeners what would that be <laughs> i think like we would be doing everyone wrong by not saying thinking big so yeah thinking big <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. definitely any, anything else apart from that you know that probably you have picked up from your struggle or experiences or that uh, hand to mouth situation or anything of that sort maybe uh, thinking long term uh, and then that goes for everything right from while setting up the uh, business you know uh, thinking about how to you know position the product or even mm-hmm. uh, when you're hiring people so you mm-hmm. have to hire for the long term i've made Uh, these mistakes in the past where i've thought about you know hiring someone because they are uh, you know appropriate immediately but wouldn't be mm. appropriate in the long run because they just did not fit in culturally etc so it's right. okay to choose attitude and now we only do that choose attitude over skill sets so mm. skill sets can be learned but you know changing mm. the attitude of a person is very very difficult so thinking long term is also something which is uh, important nice that's a, that's a good insight okay so uh, before we end this thing so there is this one thing that we do ankur uh, is that you know we ask our guest to recommend us another entrepreneur who you think have a very insightful or in, and uh, you know learning journey from whom we can pick up something so whom would you recommend uh, you should definitely speak to ankur singla of tabzo okay yeah like he has had a like a very very different journey he's not an engineer by the way he's a lawyer and has okay. led a, yeah has led a tech business like uh, i learn a lot from him i've learned a lot from him i continue to learn a lot from him so you should definitely mm-hmm. call him i i can connect you you should definitely call him to your podcast definitely then i'll make sure that you know his podcast comes up and you both have each other's link and that you will <laughs> get to know and uh, we are able to tell everyone what stands out there But that said, uh, guys, this was Ankur Joshi with us, and uh, there's a lot that we can definitely pick up from his journey. How you know his mindset has evolved around thinking big, and that that's probably one of the, one of the major thing major thing that I would pick up from his journey. Uh, looking at the factors from where where he is coming from and the way he has grown in life, and the way he's expanding his business right now, taking it to international, thinking global, and everything. So yes, thinking big matters a lot, and the rest of the things that you know, money management, all those things, yes, they definitely stand out there. And sometimes you just need to do, go ahead and do something. And one more thing, exposure matters. So you need to get out of your, you know, sometimes we see we see comfort zone, but then right now I would say probably your city if you are in a small town, or maybe your metropolitan city, or maybe just get out there, have a bigger exposure, see what people are doing. that's when you start thinking different and you start thinking bigger that is something that i would want you guys to specifically pick up from his journey rest the complete journey is very insightful do listen to this and with that ankur i want to thank you so much for taking out time and coming on the show and giving listeners an insight into your dhandoni so i would say thank you sarthak it was a pleasure thank you so much same here same here thank you so much ankur i'll see you soon bye 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 I hope that you're able to take back something insightful from this podcast and apply it in your life to be a better version of yourself and add to your dhandoni soch. 
If you know someone whom you think should feature on my podcast and has a very inspiring entrepreneurial journey, then do drop me a DM on my Instagram, S A R T H A K V A R S H N E Y. Sarthak Varshney. Yeah, that's me. I'm the founder of SV Clicks, and SV Clicks is the producer of this show. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn as well with the same name. If you are willing to listen to more of such unheard, inspiring stories of the entrepreneurs, then don't forget to follow us by pressing that follow button on your podcast screen. Thank you for being such an amazing audience. Keep learning, keep growing. We'll be back soon. See ya.